to be continued. We'll finish that discussion. Well, good afternoon, everyone, and uh, or maybe you're late afternoon or early evening on the East Coast. It's got five o'clock there. I know it's where Stacy is, and I'm out here in Tucson. But uh, thanks for listening. You know, it's a half-hour show. I got the QBO show going on right now, uh, and it's, there's no guests. It's just we're going to continue our discussion on QuickBooks Online Advanced, right? The new level of QBO yep. above plus, and we're going to be tackling custom fields. And uh, my name's Woody, and longtime product consultant with a uh, uh, product generalist anyways these days with Intuit I would and say anything that I say specialist. or do specialist should I keep that I just never know as I, I get older so. I feel it's more generalist okay no I think you're a product <laughs> expert okay so but the opinion statements and views that I have although I I've had a QuickBooks I never share any really I mean when have I really done that but they don't really reflect they, I mean it's not they don't reflect that into it uh, they might not necessarily reflect those of Intuit. Intuit's not affiliated with the show. So I always have to say the jargon still. It's pretty fun. But Stace, how's it going? Where, where, where are you at? Are you in Michigan? Are you traveling? Or what are you doing? Are you there still? I think she is. Let me see if it's my connection that's gone. Hope you guys can hear me. But... Um, yeah, Stace will be back. She was actually in the car. She was at Kroger, got the prompt on her wristwatch that there's a show in 15 minutes. So she was on the way back home, um, but uh, not traveling, but well, kind of traveling in the car. I think Eric was there and stuff. So she'll dial back in. But today we are going to be breaking down custom fields and, and what they do. And they are absolutely better than that, say, in Plus. Because we know QBO has like three custom fields, right? Well, Advanced definitely has advan- advantages. Oh, good, good, for, for custom yeah, fields. Right. We'll get into that in a bit. But before we talk about Neat and Neat.com and that stuff, how's it going? Uh, it's going really well. I apologize for that. I'm actually driving. I, just so that you know, or our audience knows, uh, right before the show, I was just messing, just Waltzing around Kroger, or as Eric calls it, the Krog, uh, which I told totally he's not allowed to call it. I'm not allowed to. He's not allowed to call it the Krog, and, and if he keeps doing it, I told him he's Krog. Um, I actually like I, that. <laughs> oh, you like it, Eric? What he says, yeah. he likes it. The Krog. Yeah. Very so anyway, good. Eric and I are waltzing around Kroger like I have all the time in the world, and then all of a sudden, my phone reminds me hey, dummy, you have a show to do. And so we hustled it out. And so I'm actually in my truck. And on the way home, there's a dead spot uh, on, uh, if anybody's wondering, there's a dead spot on Tegardine right near Pontiac Lake State Park. And so I dropped the call. So now I'm back. So, hey, now we're talking about custom fields. So now that everybody knows my history and my pinpoint my location while I'm talking. A dead uh, spot. We can, yeah. Yeah, like it drops every single call right in front of the uh, the entry to the state park that's near my house every time. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. funny. Um, anyway. My ha- our house, the house that I reside at, is uh, whenever the guys come back, come out to fix the internet, they're like, "Well, yeah, you know, your house is it's kind of in a dead zone." And I'm like, "Wait a minute, you mean like the whole house is not only in a dead zone, but it's." 
unable to receive high-speed internet access. I mean, mostly I go into work. Sometimes I go to work from home, and you know. And he's like, yeah, you know, it's just no matter what we do, it's just always going to be spotty. So sometimes I'll have I'll be on a webinar, right? And there'll be like a big one or something like it'll be. I mean, I, I, you know, Stacey, I, I treat my webinars exactly the same. No matter who it is, I'm going to still do the right. same, try to be consistent. But sometimes some right. are more stressful than others. There's more anxiety because right. there's more writing on it or whatever reason. So all, what was it, Tuesday, I was home with Abby, and I had this webinar with a third-party app, and I'm just like, I'm just looking at my uh, Wi-Fi icon in the bottom right of the laptop, and I'm just hoping that it's just like, stay on, stay on, stay on, stay on. For like an hour. So funny. You're like full bars, full yep. bars. I wonder if exactly. your house, like Sedona, I wonder if your house is on like a psychic vortex like Sedona is. And maybe that's why yeah. you don't get a good signal. <laughs> anyway, you mentioned me. We mentioned me. Um, which are great sponsors, and I really love working with all of those people there. Um, their support is really amazing. Uh, they have a great mobile app, and I know you already yes. mentioned it, but I just wanted to call out because I really like working with them, and I'm really excited uh, that they have uh, hung in with us all year, and hopefully they'll be back for 2020. But we're talking about custom fields, so I'll let you uh, kind of continue yeah, I'll, while I'm gonna, I uh, I'm get my groceries into my house. Yeah. I'm going to drive this one because I do really like the custom field feature of advanced. For me, that is an advantage over plus, and I'll go to that. But I just wanted to circle back on Neat just to make sure everybody knows that the, the app literally creates transactions in QBO and desktop from yeah. the seat. Like, you don't have to go and pick and choose fields and stuff. And I think that's the benefit. I mean, that's literally automation and data entry. Sure, on my phone app, I got this receipt capture thing. But I still have to go into banking receipts, and i got to choose all the appropriate fields and then still save and close or accept it in. Um, and so there's still manual entry involved. If anything, it's auto-man. But the NEAT, just, it's auto. And, and I think that that's, that's really – I just really want to make sure we're understanding that. It's not just like scanning a receipt and then i got to go review it. It literally creates the transaction. And it works with desktop, too. So, anyway, off of my stump speech with that. But I just think that's – I want to make sure people understood that piece of it. Now, yes, custom fields. Historically, and I mean in essentials and plus, when I say historically, I don't think I could use that <laughs> definition widely beyond the show today. But when I mean conventional QBO, I mean essentials and plus. So, right. They have custom fields, and there's three fields for a sales document. Estimate, sales order, and invoice. But we know estimates are right. posting, and sales receipt and invoice are really the ones we're talking about here. So three fields, right. but you have to type in, you know, it's cool to have three fields. A lot of people use that for sales reps. Actually, I don't know if anybody knows this. Right. When you convert from desktop and you're tracking sales reps in QuickBooks Pro or whatever, it actually comes in as – Custom field number two to the conversion, which I always found odd. I mean, why not custom field one? Why not right. custom field three? <laughs> I will agree with that. <laughs> but anyway. I've always I'm thought so that that was a little odd myself. Okay, good. It's not just me. So it is functional. No, custom it's not just you. Custom fields and essentials and plus. 
you know, you, you, you can you type it in every time, but I can still go to a report, mostly detail reports course, and not so much summary reports. And, and that, that's thematic to advance to, just, you know, custom fields mostly for the detail, more operational reports, if you will. And you could type it in, and I could filter reports or even group by, like a group by sales rep right. or just have it as a column, and that's always helpful. But what I do like but about advanced and it, what we've done with custom – go ahead. Yeah. But the, the problem with those is if you mistype it and, like, is it supposed to be, say, you know, QBO show in that particular custom field, you – if you type it in wrong, let's say you type it in QBO space show, and I type it in QBO show with no space, then oh, if you go search for it or you want to group for it, historically, those <laughs> custom fields have not been an ideal situation because I don't know about you, but I mistype shit all the time, like on a daily <laughs> basis. And so it's not right. a greatest solution. It's or usable. You just have more than or there's just more than you just doing it. You know what I mean? So I might right. choose the wrong one or I add you know, so yeah. Or or not choose it, I'm sorry. I might type in the wrong one from a list I have on my desk. Or sorry, right. a notepad or something of what, what right. the tag has to be. Right, okay. So yeah. Yeah. It's good to have it but there's a, let's just put it this way. There's a lot of chance to fuck it up. I'll just put it that way. Yeah. Yeah? Fair enough. Okay. Fair enough. All right. Now, advanced, the, the benefit, so we know the, the main differences for me for advanced, at least for right now, is the Fathom piece, although you can add Fathom to plus. Um, yeah. The user security, the user security piece for salespeople that wanted you to posit. I think we mentioned that a few weeks ago where you could just have a deposit person. <laughs> we did. We did talk. We did. Okay. We also spent funny. a lot of time funny. on the non on the non user because QuickBooks has such amazing security with user permissions that if you want, you can add a user that can't do anything. The non user. The non The non user. No access to anything. That's right. Someone just did so, that for fun. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably it's, part of the it's original a very passive. Yeah. Yeah, it's a very passive-aggressive, I'm going to give you access, but I don't want you to do anything kind of a thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. If for some reason, you know, things go south with one of your colleagues, you can just set them up as none and just kind of dog them that way. That's great. I never. Wait, you still have access. That. I don't know what you're talking about. You're still a QBO user. I just... You're just a right. non-user. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. So I do like that about advanced. I, it does help because in order to do the deposit for a salesperson in plus, I got to make them all. But then if they're all, then, you know, they can see all pretty much, you know. So I, I like that piece. I like the Fathom piece. Um, and then um, the, it's really – but the custom field thing for me is probably my favorite of the three main differences because, you know, user list is user list and, and whatever. Um, right. Because you have two different types of custom field options. Now, it's, it's remember, these fields so far only show up, and this is important to qualify, in the source yeah. area or summary area of the transaction up top. You cannot yet add them as columns 
which I'm waiting for because for me, I'll start using it for unit of measurement. Drop down, boom. I'll start right. using it for, I don't know, whatever, you know, height, weight. Uh, I love you guys the have idea better ideas than I do. Measure. Yeah, drop down. I love the unit of, oh, I love the unit of measure idea. Yeah, because it is because only stored. the custom because, field. Yeah. Yeah. Because the field is going to be, because the options are, whether you do custom, whatever, there's, there's uh, four types. Text, number, date, drop-down list. So drop-down list for me, that's, that's enterprise custom fields, by the way, because Pro and Premier do not have drop-down lists. So if you're doing custom right. fields in Pro and Premier, you now have one better in advance, right? But the date range pop-up is also cool because now people are tracking uh, like an original estimate and maybe a, I don't know, was it, isn't there a warranty date thing that people are always trying to track? Or yep. choosing or, you know something what? on you rentals could, or, yeah. You could do it for a bunch of stuff. Like if you did like a purchase order, you could have it be like insurance certificate expiration. Like if you've got like the liability certificate and you want to track when the liability certificate expires, you could do a date and put it on purchase orders and just put a blank purchase order, attach the liability certificate and add that field to the PO. And now you've got nice. a PO, right? You've got a purchase order. It's got their liability cert. You add the custom field and now you can track when that liability cert expires and you can filter by that by date. Yeah. And not only that, and this we'll come back Look to drop down. Hacking but, it. I know. No, you're you're rocking it. I'm going to yeah, create okay. one right now. Expiry date. Because um, now it's a customer. Show, show to customer. Use on sales forms. Um, now, if I did transaction info, the expiry date would be available to purchase forms. But what I learned from Valerie recently, she, we were doing this like what's new in-house for, for sales uh, folks on this feature is that the customer record itself, once you create a custom field and say a drop down or something, it adds the field to the customer record. So you can put it in there so that it's auto-populated, you know? So oh. if you go into custom fields, become So if you go into like the in customer the part, detail page? Yeah. Yeah. <gasps> I didn't know that. You'll see custom fields, right? So now I can put expiry Does it show up then if I – wait, 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 wait. I don't, I'm going to keep interrupting. Sorry. But if I do it on the purchase side, if I do it for a purchase order, does it add it to the vendor record? Well, let me do that because I, my custom field I did, which, by the way, you get to them under gear icon custom fields, or you can go from uh, the list menu is another way. Um, you can also go from home, settings. Just, you know, I'm home the sales and I'm Okay. You, it's, uh, you can go from the sales setting as well. There's, there's custom field link, and it just brings you a list as if it was like a price rule list or any kind of list. And you have 10 fields. That's the cap so far. You can use up to 10 fields. And the options are text, number, date, and drop-down. And you can add a field for customer or transaction info. Now, the transaction info one you can use on purchase orders. So I could do yeah. – uh, like warranty, but no other transactions reason. on the vendor side. You can't add it to like a vendor bill right, or an expense or check. Order. Right now, it's just POs. Yeah. yeah. Right, and that's actually true for custom fields and uh, essentials and plus. You can put them on the purchase order. Right, but it was okay. it was not the cost forms, the book, the actual posting expense forms. But that's also true for Pro and Premier. Remember. Custom fields and desktop, you can only put them on sales forms until you get to enterprise. 
And that's important to know too, right? Like I can't add columns to a bill in prep, right? If I have some item right. custom fields, I can't add columns, but I can do it in enterprise. But hopefully when exactly. we roll this into the detail part of the document, that's going to change things because then I can do a bunch of different columns and do more, I think, operational reporting around inventory or whatever I'm trying to do, you know, at the, at the product and service level, not just like, you know, customer level. All right. right. So if I do a P, oh, let me go to a vendor. Yeah. So I'm going to go to a vendor now. And uh, any vendor, we'll do Amazon, edit, see if it adds it. That would be sweet because it said transaction info, so I'm not really sure if it will flow in. And uh, no, it's not in the vendor record. So okay. if so, the customer buys something, yeah, but if they had like a loyalty number or there was something like you wanted to track when they first started buying with you or, I mean, there's so many different use cases for this. Um, the fact that I can add it to the customer record and put in like a date um, that it comes up or a customer number or I could – assign a default sales rep to a customer, you know, or something like that. And then just know all the fields are going to show up in the top part of your document, which is important because then you can, there'll be overkill. Like you're not going to have 10 fields in the, in the top area of, of an invoice. You know what I mean? Uh, you're probably right. going to use one or two or three. And I was on this demo with a franchise company. It's a janitorial, uh, they offer janitor services like a national company and they're looking in advance <clears throat> and they were tracking three different metrics. It was franchise number, customer number, and then uh, sales rep, or I forget what they called it, but basically it was sales rep. And so two were uh, number fields and then one was a, a drop-down list. And the drop-down list, I forgot how many it supports. It doesn't support like unlimited in the drop-down in the custom fields. That is also something important that I found. I There's just want to call out, you, you just have. mentioned something about like when they first started buying from you. 25. I think that's actually a, yeah. I think that's actually a brilliant thing to track because then you can like, especially for pro advisors, because that's something where you can sort of make it a little bit special. Um, it's not like a birthday thing, and you can, like, give clients, like, hey, it's your one-year anniversary with us, and we want to give you, you know, like, next month you get 10% off or whatever. I, I really, I really love that. Like, you can see without yeah. having to search through transactions, right? Like, so normally you'd have to search through transactions to see when the first invoice was, but if you just do this, then you can pull up a report. You can filter it by, okay, who's having their anniversary with us this month? Oh, that's actually Well, let's look cool. at the report because that. I want I to see that. if it's uh, the, the customer contact list. It would be sweet if you could add that as a column, um, the custom field. Yeah, I don't, I don't see it on the customer contact list. It would have so to you be, could do I a report, like you could stuff. do. A, yeah, it would be. Yeah, sales you by could customer do that's detail. Right, be, right. Okay. Okay. Yeah, because because what you would want to do good. is pull out a report and like group it, right? You could like group it by date. Yep. Or whatever. That's good. Okay, that's pretty cool. I like that idea. No, I'm just I find myself wanting more from this customer contact list report. You know. 
I, I always end up walking away kind of a little sad whenever I go into this report, which isn't often. Right. So pretty positive person for the most part. But for some reason, that report, I'm just like, you know. Anyway, um, so yeah, sales by customer detail, sales by product service detail. Those, like Stacy said, group by sales rep, group by um, start date, right? Or in other words, when you started working with them. Or just add it as a column. And then you could see, you know, and probably sort it by the columns, you know, and see. Yeah. Or send it to Excel or something. That'd be easy. But see, it's good visibility. So key points, where you get there from the gear icon, you know, all this, you'll see custom fields or settings, sales settings. You'll see a link to the custom fields there. Remember, it's four different types. Text number, drop-down list, which is my favorite, but then date range, also awesome. For customers, and if you do a customer custom field, that goes to the – you'll see a custom field tab on the customer record. So you can auto-populate, which is also good. Uh, for transaction info, even though it's still all in the top part of the form for now, it's not columns yet in the target area, but that, that'll be there eventually, I'm sure. Um, that's for purchase orders and for, for sales forms, too. And I found that the, for the drop-down list, it's a total of 25 lines can you have. So if I'm using class or location for something else, then if I have 15 franchises, you know, and I just want to track sales by franchise, I could add franchise number as a drop-down list and just, you know, I have up to 25 possible spots, right. you know, and names to choose from. And it just frees up class for something else, right, which I think is, can be helpful uh, for sure and maybe more pertinent now, right, with the, the list, the cap list for class of 40, right, and then going to a, well, this is an advanced thing anyway, so I guess that doesn't matter. But I do like the custom fields. That, that's a big deal, I think. Really cool. Yeah, I really like yeah. it. I um, like the liability certificate. Might have to. Yeah, so that's the question. So I did the webinar today about QBO Advanced, and the question was, where do these fields show up? Like, what reports? And because it's source and not target it's only going to show up on detail reports, right? So, and specifically like sales details. So it would show up on like an open, you can add the columns. There's no video, but you can show the column to you ran. Hang on. I'm talking to Eric. You ran by like there was video, sure. but there's no video. It's just me on the phone. Um, so like if you <laughs> are looking at like an open invoice report, right. Um, you can add it to that. But if you're looking at like a P and L, it won't show up on a P and L. Right, but but that's not source it's, versus target because source is actually the top part. So, um, but it just for whatever reason, these columns and filtering filterability is only on detail reports at this time. Like I didn't I didn't even see it on a P and L detail that I could add it as a column. Oh. But, but it seems like Stacey, it's mostly customer related reports, like literally that's what I was sales say, because customer, it's a customer related, related reports, transaction. Yeah. It's only going to be, right. and it's only going to be in customer-related detail reports, not any summary reports. So it's From what really I've seen right now, because what yeah. report? Yeah, yeah. Right, right. It will not show up as a display columns on a P and L, and of course, you know, there's no real there's no real rows columns you add to a P and L to summary report, right? It's mostly period comparison, right. so it has to be detail. But even like the company financial detail reports. 
probably won't have it. It's going to be related to sales and customer. But again, for this stuff that we've always had workarounds and desktop to track for the different dates and things like that and drop-down lists, this is a by far my favorite of advanced for features, then Fathom, and then um, you know, the user security piece. And, and I'm, I'm hoping for more. Uh, more stuff will come. More stuff will come in advance, yeah, for sure. Yeah, I agree. Yep, yep, for sure. You know, and on a related note, I was doing a demo today um, and for a firm, and I went into my QuickBooks app, and I finally had mileage as its own option. Um, and it, it showed me all my recent trips from the phone. Like this morning. Oh, nice. And I wasn't tracking it or anything. I wasn't tracking it, but it showed me like little card views of the the unreviewed trips I've had. So when I have my phone with me and I drive from home to here, and then I can click we on should... it and I can save the mileage. I, I haven't checked if it actually, how it comes into QBO or how it, like we should test it out because you wrote an article recently on it. We should do a show on mileage tracking because it, it's rolling in slowly. I had it on my phone app. When I'm in as a client, I see it in the left. I don't think it, it's pulling from mile IQ, but it's pulling from something on my phone. I don't really have mile IQ anyway on my phone. So Now I can't find it. Now it's, I, it was in some of my, um, it was in some of my, my uh, QBO accounts, my demo accounts, but now I do not see it. It's not showing up, mm. which bums me out. Like, I don't know where it went. It, disappe- it disappeared. Well, are you in as a Maybe you have to. Or are you in as a client? Well, it was showing up when I logged in as the accountant. I just couldn't do anything with it. So maybe they took that away for the accountant. No, that's or, gone. Went, I think it's gone, yeah. Okay, yeah. so now if I log in as the master admin, it should still be there. So let me double check. But we're, we have a whole show about mileage tracking on the 10th. So our next show. Oh, good. Um, no, not oh, the next one. No, so not um, next, our next show is uh, in two weeks, and that is neat. We've got Nate coming on. And then the show after that, the first week of uh, whatever the next month is, October, <laughs> um, we will have um, – so on the tenth, we're going to talk about uh, mileage tracking. So, let me log in you know, it's as an admin user. Automatically, it's working automatically because it's just my phone. I'm in as I'm in a file now as a client. I go to mileage. <gasps> oh my god, mileage now I have mine too. A deduction, <gasps> right? I have, but I have to tell it, it whether or not it's business or personal. Yeah. Oh my god, this is so freaking cool! Holy shnikes! Isn't it cool? This is awesome. It's, yes. I am, I'm 18.88 miles away from home. That's really cool. I didn't I'm know I'd be like 40 miles I'm looking at it on my computer, and it's showing me, I'm looking at it at my computer, and it's showing me dropping off my kids all week. Oh, this is so cool. Apparently, so I have cool. driven 2,100 miles. Yeah. I wow. have driven 2,100 miles. Oh, this is really cool. Okay, I'm going to post a screenshot to this. I'm going to update my blog article. Yeah, we should. This is oh, this fun. is so cool. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I really it already has my Okay, we'll talk like about it more on the We've only got, yeah, we've only got three minutes. So right on. I'm going to, 
Yeah, we'll talk more about this on the tenth. You're going to be gone on the tenth, so you won't. You won't. Uh, True. I'll have to listen to the recording. Yeah. But it's really exciting. It's really exciting. Since September fourth, it's been tracking all my trips when I take my phone with me. Well, only I'm in the, gonna, the car. Wait a minute. How would it know? I'm going to post it. How would the phone know yeah, what car I'm using? It wouldn't. Can't. It um, wouldn't know what car yeah. you're using, but right. I feel right. like it. <laughs> but I feel like <laughs> it would know that you're driving. It, obviously, it knows that you're driving. Oh, God. If only. Yeah, anyway. So we'll let you guys so know. Cool. We'll post this, and we're going to talk about it later. I'm going to post the update to um, to my blog article. Want to mention Nate? Don't forget to listen on the 26th. They're going to um, we'll be talking to them. Um, yeah. And uh, I don't I don't have anything else to add. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. Custom fields are cool. So. All right, well, I will – let's end it. I'm excited about mile tracking. Hopefully this has been helpful uh, regarding custom fields in advance. It's definitely an advantage. I like the drop-down list and date range pop up. And remember, on the customer record, it's a a tab in the customer record called custom fields, so you could set it up so it auto-populates. Of course, if it's a drop-down list, it's going to auto-populate anyway. Um, But a customer number, right, instead of typing it in, you can set up the customer record as you go through your customer list, and then it will show every time. Um, and and customer-oriented sales-related detail reports so far is what I'm seeing for columns and and uh, filtering ability. But this mileage thing is pretty cool. So, yeah, October 10th, you guys check that out in about a month. Check out the mileage thing. And I hope you guys have a great week. Talk to you in a couple weeks. Bye, yeah. Later. <laughs> awesome. Bye.